We want you to become an honorary gosling. Join us. You'll get exclusive access to conversations and content that would otherwise get us banned from social media. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and selective writings. And check this out. You'll get to participate in our live monthly Discord chat and more if you join our exclusive Patreon following that we like to call The After Party. It only costs $5 a month, which is basically a cup of coffee, and it helps us make the show better. We love you guys and can't wait to see you there. Become an honorary Goslings at patreon.com forward slash the Goslings and sign up today. And he was talking. And when I looked at him, I was stunned because I immediately knew like that is not him. So I pointed at him and I said, you are not Jesus. You're a false Jesus. Who are you? Reveal yourself. And he, that false Jesus looked at me. And out of his mouth came all these snakes, uh, at least these poisonous snakes, and like mm. he vomited it up. And I sit up from my bed, and I'm sweating because you know I'm hot and the anointings in the in the room. And this angel standing right in front of me, and he said, "Did you get that?" And I said, uh, "I'm shaking." I said, "Yeah, I think I understand." He said, "It is better now that they know who he is right now." Because yeah. there is coming voices that those who claim to know him will not be able to discern who is actually standing in front of him. Your YouTube feed is crap. Stop wasting your time watching bot-boosted shills and self-appointed gurus cloying for your attention. Instead, join the Goslings interview, live stream, and podcast. The Goslings, a dark-lit digital speakeasy of free thinkers. A super chat of radical truth-seeking wizards who eat trolls for second breakfast. Topics that'll make your mama's hair stand on end. Ideas that'll make your pastor's knees knock. Guests that will illuminate the hidden chambers of your mind. And interviews that strike down the darkness. Welcome to The Goslings. All right. Welcome, everyone. I'm Jonathan. I'm Nick. And we are The Goslings. And uh, (laughs) we're running the truncated uh, intro today. That was the the very truncated (laughs) intro. I don't know what happened there. We were so excited to do this interview today that we just decided to go from a 48-second intro down to a 33-second intro. You guys don't care about the intro. Come on. That's just to make sure everyone knows what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, yeah, sorry about that. It's probably the devil. Yeah, yeah. Nice try, Satan. Yeah, nice try. Yeah. Not gonna you keep won't us win down. here. Nope. Not today. Not today. And there it goes again. I don't know. We got have technical issues. Here we go. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn it off. So, anyways, welcome to the Goslings. Welcome to the Goslings. Uh, we are super excited today. Probably more excited than I, I've, I've been in a while. Um, the guest today, phenomenal guy. Yeah. Uh, you guys have all heard of him. We're going to bring him on in a second. Very uh, busy and was yeah. gracious enough to give us an hour today. So, yeah, yeah we're going to blow through all this stuff and get right into yeah. it. So let's do the obligatories. First mm-hmm. of all, of course, subscribe. Yes. Hit the button. Hit the bell. Do the things. I don't know if it even matters anymore on YouTube, but we're going to keep hurt. saying it. It can't hurt. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So whether you're on the old channel, the new channel, uh, subscribe. Uh, and uh, that way you can stay abreast of all the wonderful guests we have coming down the pike for you. Yeah. Uh, And uh, before we get to our toast, we want to real quickly mention our sponsors. You want to do the Kothon? 
Uh, yes, absolutely. So uh, the mugs that we are drinking from are our Kothon Spartan mugs designed by Joel over at Cherico Pottery. That is Cherico Pottery, C-H-E-R-R-I-C-O Pottery.com. And uh, he designed these in conjunction with uh, our favorite novelist and author, Stephen Pressfield. And the great one. They are yeah, the Jedi master of, of writers. And uh, we love these Spartan Kothon mugs. Everything he makes is handcrafted custom. Um, it's worth every penny. These are some of the most amazing mugs that uh, that we have. And we are quite like the mug collectors. Oh, for you know? sure. Yeah. It's, oh, it's kind for of sure. So, yeah. 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 And then, of course, we have Jardani Jovanovic. Yes. Uh, our sponsor, Mike Fisher. Uh, sent us these amazing products. I've been using them. You can probably tell the difference. I did notice a yeah. slightly better sheen and contour Absolutely. to your, uh, your I've been there. I have been applying both north and south here mm -hmm. with these amazing products. You guys should check them out. Jardani jovanovich.com what's the tagline that you came up with for that so their tagline is real products for real men i, like I have dovetailed with be as sexy as you are deadly give <laughs> 007 a run for his money yes with jardani jovanovich excellent excellent yes uh and then uh without further ado i think we should do our toast absolutely yep who went first last time i don't know uh, you should go first this time okay i'll go first grab your drinking vessels it is time Take up the broken sword of your father and strike down the darkness. Cheers. Cheers. It'd be really funny if we accidentally broke these mugs. On it, it might happen one day. <laughs> Depending on the excitement of the guest. You know, day. like, oh, we're so excited. You know, and it's not a beer stein, so it just shatter. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Take well, it away. Well, dude, uh, we are four minutes and 30 seconds into this. And we've done everything. We can bring our guest on. I know. Yeah. We didn't like burn a whole record. bunch of time. Yeah. I think it is. So uh, I'm going to bring our guest on now. Um, Mike Rambo is a seer prophet. He's the founder of Behold Wonder, uh, and he's the pastor of Prophetic Ministry at Vineyard Church Northwest in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. And he's the man who sees angels. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, our guest, Micah Turnbow. Micah, how are you? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> that was fun. I love that. I did my own off the, off screen. Nice. Oh, so nice. Awesome. <laughs> what, you, what you sipping on? What you sipping on? Oh, this is uh, body armor. <laughs> All right. That'll work. That'll yeah. work. We're doing. We're drinking coffee over here. Just start Healthier with coffee. than the coffee we're drinking yeah. right now, Micah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, I have body armor, so. I'll just <laughs> Well, Micah, thank you so much for joining us. You're super busy. Yeah. Um, if just so everyone know, and probably everyone already knows this, but we uh, we heard about Micah a few months ago. He was a guest on Blurry Creatures, which was one mm -hmm. of our favorite podcasts, yep. and uh, was so inspired and encouraged by his message. Uh, we reached out to him just on a went on a limb. It was a long shot, uh, yeah. but uh, he was gracious enough to give us some of his time today and talk about the amazing experiences that he's had um i wanted to kind of start and just kind of ask a little bit about your background like how long tell us about your your gift mm -hmm. and when it all started yeah oh that's a fun question um so yeah so my gift i have a, a gift um it's it's a gift of discernment but in the way it manifests specifically is I see into a spiritual realm, into the spiritual realm where there's angels and demons and other spiritual beings. And um, there are several ways you can see into the spiritual realm. With me specifically, um, I see with my eyes wide open. So it's like uh, very much like me touching another person. I can, I can hear them, I can see them, I can smell them, you know, and um, it's very, very, very real to me. 
Um, and sometimes, uh, it will be so real that I have to, um, take a break and say, okay, let my, let my physical body just chill for a moment because it will, um, enhance and also kind of tire my body out because the glory of God can be so intense at that time. But, um, I started when I started seeing, actually, when I was really little, my parents would, um, we would have these New Year's services um, at our old church. And um, I used to watch my mom and my sisters do praise dance. And in the midst of doing them doing praise dance, they would uh, wave their hands over their head and I would see colors and they look like ribbons but they were just really bright light mm. and they would just move around them and me being a kid i thought that they were part of a show like i thought it was just light show you know i didn't know that those were you know angels but i would see them move mm. around them and they were very beautiful and then they had kind of like a mock throne on um on the stage where you know jesus was supposed to sit but i would see a man the Lord Jesus sitting in that seat watching the show and he would just smile and he would be so bright and light would come out of him. And again, I thought he was part of the show. I didn't, I didn't realize that I was seeing, uh, you know, into the spirit world. I didn't know it was like a big gift. You know, I would see men in white, uh, people in white, actually, they always, always, they didn't always look like men, but um, they were people standing in the back of the service and they would be dressed in bright light. Mm. And um, I thought, Hey, these are these are part of the service. You see people standing in the background, but later on, I start realizing, huh? Not everybody's seeing the same things, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. that I'm seeing. And my parents would say, uh, my mom and my dad, they would say, oh, you know, I think you're having visions, or I think you're 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 seeing in the, in the spiritual world. But they were trying to actually grab it too because they had some prophetic words about my life that he would be a prophet, that he would see, you know, all this kind of stuff. Really. Um, but, you know, you you hear those things, but you don't exactly know how that's going to turn out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? So they had to. Kind of how old were you? Well, how, how old um, were you at the time? Let's see. When I first started seeing, I was probably around like two or three years old. Oh, wow. You know, I start seeing around then. Wow. But my first realization that, oh, I'm seeing things uh, that no one is. I was like six or seven, you know, when I'm starting to see like, oh, this is I'm seeing things no one else is, you know. Um, yeah. but then again, I wasn't, I wasn't bothered that no one was seeing it. Cause I had such a good family that embraced that. So I didn't feel odd. I just was like, well, I'm just not going to say much to other people, <laughs> you yeah. know, but my right. brother and my sisters, they were all cool with it. You know, that's awesome. So everybody was supportive growing up. Yes. Especially cool. my brother. He thought let's, he would, he would want to play games with the angels and with our transformer <laughs> toys and he would see would be the one to be like let's I feel let's that. you know let's uh turn off all the lights and see if we see angels in the room and we do it and i was like okay that's fine so we turn off the lights and then you'd see the, the the sparks of light flash everywhere and then we had feathers on the ground you know and wow so we just played me and my brother would just play with it you know so you had feathers on the ground that you could <laughs> pick up that were tangible yep and so my brother okay. would do these things and he would say uh, he would say, Micah, where are the, where are the angels? Uh, and I would point and we'd be playing outside and I'd point. And so then he would go over there and he would pick up a feather, you know, and then he put it in the, and he had a little, a little bag, a little plastic bag of all the feathers he would collect inside, outside, wow. wherever we were. Because he loved to, <laughs> he loved to collect wow. the feathers. <laughs> oh, did, did they like playing with it? Like, could you tell? Oh, did they yeah. enjoy it? 
Yeah. Every time, every time. And my brother, he was amazing because he would, uh, sometimes he would see into the spiritual world too. So mm -hmm. it would be neat, would be like, we'd be, um, I would go to sleep, you know, we would, at nighttime and I have this encounter with angels coming in, you know, I'm a little bit older now, you know, maybe about, you know, 15, 16, I would have, because we shared a room. So I would sleep, have these encounters with angels and I'd be like, Lucas, wake up. Oh my gosh. And he'd just be out. And then that morning he would wake up and he'd say, Michael, what happened? I had a dream that there were angels in our room, you know? So he was always really? huh. confirming things that I would experience. And I, he, and we would just share He would have stuff about, the spiritual realm all the time with each other. Man, that's cool. Wow. Man, that's cool. So obviously you've seen angels, a lot of different forms. I know there's a huge oh, like yes. variety, mm -hmm. uh, but I have to ask before I start asking about angels, mm -hmm. I mean, I want to know what Jesus looks like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's where man. I want to start. Oh, Jesus is just incredible. I mean, mm -hmm. He is so strong and so powerful. I mean, and the kindest, sweetest person you'll meet, but he's, he's such an intensity in his eyes because when he's, when he's looking at you, it's like all the love in him is just being direct, directed towards you, you know? Wow. And he's, he's amazing. And he, I mean, like I've seen him in different, like uh, different um, looks, you know, where his hair will be down. You know, he's he looks like a from the Middle East, you know, but his hair will sometimes be fully down. Sometimes it'll be up in a man bun. Sometimes it's a, you know, in a in a half bun, you know. Mm -hmm. But he is the happiest person you can meet. And mm -hmm. rainbows. Sometimes he'll come in so much glory, but these rainbows will come out of him in these waves, you know, mm -hmm. and and these waves of color. And it's like you can touch color. You can feel the light in the color substance and it's yeah. coming out of him. And then you smell these fragrances, uh, you know, apples or cinnamon, or sometimes you'll felt, smell like um, frankincense, vanilla, yeah. just sweetness coming out of him, hmm, you know? Wow. And, and um, he's amazing. He, you know, what's cool about yeah. Jesus is that he, I, I get a lot of times where people will ask me, you know, a lot of times about like, you know, Michael, why, you know, why don't you, you know, talk more on, on the, you know, the judgment of God or those kind of things. And, and why are you so happy? And that's just because the, I'm around Jesus and that oil of gladness runs all over him. You know, that oil of joy runs all over him. And there's, there's no other reason to, to prophesy, you know, he, he has to be the point. He's the anointed one. He has to be the point of why we see or prophesy anything, you know? Yeah. He's we epic. Had, um, we had an interesting question from um, mm -hmm. Shannon, who's one of our patrons. She asked, what color were his eyes? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I've seen Jesus um, with uh, hazel eyes. Um, sometimes I'll see him with green eyes. And, and people will ask me, like, well, why, you know, why are his eyes changing color? Some people see him with blue eyes, green eyes. Sometimes his eyes are fire. Yeah. And that fiery eyes. Oh my gosh, you guys. When he comes in with eyes of fire, it's not like these little sparks. It's flames coming out of his eyes. It's, it's shooting yeah. out of his eyes. And he's looking at you. And I remember looking at those eyes of fire. And I, thought, and I always wanted to ask him, why are your eyes of fire? Why are they there? And he said, 
because it is the intensity of love I feel for you right now. Yep. That it manifests like fire. And I was like, whoa, yeah. that is incredible. But wow. Jesus's eyes will be beautiful in different colors sometimes because he will appear in ways that you will that you will mostly receive beauty. Yeah. So some people will see green, some people will see blue, some people will see hazel, some people will see brown. Mm -hmm. And that's just because he is altogether lovely. And the glory coming out of him, the beauty coming out of him, we only get to pick up certain waves of it. You know, right. we only have two eyes. So Yeah. And we only see a limited uh, yeah. cross-section of the color spectrum. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so you've you've had all these amazing things from an early childhood. Um, mm -hmm. when were you uh, when were you saved? Were you saved oh. just from an early age? Yeah. I mean, we grew up in in church and uh, you know, that was my, our parents made Jesus such a huge part of our upbringing. We were all homeschool. All kids, all kids were homeschooled. And awesome. So cool. It's a big homeschool dad proponent. Yep. So yep. yeah, so dad, then, right yeah there's a, a confirmation as they say. There in the it is. Church, <laughs> that you're doing yes. the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. We yeah, our parents were uh, were really good. My my mom, the way she would respond to my visions and and, and the encounters I had with angels, she would. Um, she would have a, a journal and a red ink pen and she would write down the encounters I had. And I would sit with her on the bed and she'd write down the encounters I had. And then she would help me kind of get understanding, but she would always would say this to me. Um, cause dad's my dad was a fireman. So, um, okay. he was, cool. you know, in and out, you know, cause of firemen. But, um, she would say these things to me, Micah, when you, um, have an encounter with God, when you have a counter the supernatural, always take time to say thank you to Jesus. And so go back and she would even tell me when I would come to, to, to share with her the visions I had encounters that she would say, go back into, into your room and tell Jesus, thank you. And so that mm -hmm. cultivated a lifestyle of thankfulness, you That's know, awesome. um, and every experience she would say, tell Jesus, thank you. Where my dad was like, <laughs> he was more, all right, Micah. So, uh, you're seeing these guys, you're seeing these angels. So how are you feeling? Are, do you, are they not harming you? Cause dad was all like the protector, you know, the like, protector. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good, dad good man. Good in? man. Awesome. Yeah. Who's this guy coming into my room, talking to my son, you know, yeah. there was, there was yeah. one point where my dad, he, um, I, I, I was much younger, but I went to sleep in my parents' bed and my dad slept in my room and uh, just to kind of feel it out like okay let, you know these yeah. these angels are and he told me that he's laying in, in in my bed and he hears this most friendly hello and he looks towards the wall and he sees his head come out of the wall of the most kind smiling person you know looking at him saying hello and then dad's like all right <laughs> he gets up he's like okay I, I, that's good <laughs> that morning okay yeah you can talk to these guys you know so my dad was brilliant but he was a man of prayer he would lay on the floor in the hallway before he would go to, to work 4 a.m and you know i'm getting up to go to the bathroom you know me being a kid i'd jump on his back you know you know to play with him but he'd be on the floor speaking in tongues and so my dad taught me a lifestyle of prayer you know because oh, i said awesome. well this is what dad does he lays on the ground and he prays so i'm gonna do that yeah, that's awesome. Man, your parents sound amazing. That's Mike. awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Um, so you had an extremely supportive upbringing. Yeah. Um, you, you know, Nick and I are big believers in the supernatural, in, mm -hmm. you know, demonic possession. I wrote novels about the wars between the angels. Like, we're all about this kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, but 
even within the church, mm-hmm. it's very skeptical and they always want to hand this stuff off to uh, like we've even interviewed our narrator. His father is an Anglican priest who's on the exorcism team. Yeah. And wow. we talk about this kind of stuff a lot, how like somebody always wants to hand it off to uh, a mental diagnosis or a mental illness. Did you ever encounter that kind of skepticism within the church that tried to dismiss yeah. um, your stuff? And did they ever try to say, oh, it's the seizure or it's mm-hmm. schizophrenia or it's mm-hmm. any of this stuff? Did they ever try to push that? And And how did your parents respond? That's a really good question. So yeah, my, I, yeah, there were, there were moments and times where, you know, church would just say, okay, you know, um, this is a little bit much. And me being especially young and seeing, you know, you don't really have filters that much, (laughs) you know, you just kind of say what's there. And there were times where I would reveal hidden things and, uh, that was pastors were like, Whoa, okay. This is not, you know, um, this isn't good. And there was a time where uh, I'm standing in front of one of the pastors at a, at a church, one of our churches. And I uh, say, I point to the pastor and I say, you know, you know, there were two ladies, one on his left, one on his right. And I would say, she's your wife. She's not your wife. Why are you with her? You know, I would say, and you know, I was pointing out. Oh, wow. oh, oh boy. Oh, uh, discernment and my, indeed. Yes. And my poor parents. <laughs> they were like, you know, they were like, oh, you know, and um, the guy threw his sweat cloth at me and he said, you're cursed, you know, and I carried that for a while, even until I got on staff at my, at my current church right now, where uh, my pastor had to break that off of me because I didn't, you know, honestly, I didn't realize it was, like embedded into my spirit that that what he said impacted me that way my parents were yeah. super good at brushing that up and saying hey you're not cursed you know but when yeah. i when i met my current pastor he took uh, a cloth that he cleans his glasses with and put some oil on it <laughs> and he said here stand up and i stood up put oil on it and then he threw it at me he said you're blessed you're loved and healing just came in through to me yeah. You know, um, and I was yeah. able to move forward, you know, in what the Lord wow. had for me. But yeah, there were moments of people, you know, oh, you know, he's a little bit weird or Micah's odd or uh-huh. I would get Micah's odd a lot. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Sure. And, sure. Yeah. I've heard that before too. Yeah. <laughs> Solidarity, brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, we wanted to ask you uh, have you ever had any harrowing or hilarious experiences with angels if any mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh what are like a couple that sort of bubble up to the top of your brain whenever <laughs> so harrowing can you tell me what that word means oh again? yeah like scary like frightening oh. like oh, oh this is i want to run away kind of <laughs> you know maybe all yeah of them I've had i don't know <laughs> yeah it's good because they're angels are different some of them look like us some of them do not and um their personalities could be very different, you know, depending on how often they interact with people. But yeah. um, I've had one uh, one time where I, at my first apartment, I was living in with my sister and my and my brother. Um, I would we would live next to a Kroger, and I would just walk there, you know, and talk to the Lord and and you know pray and all that stuff. But I'm I'm walking there, and I'm just going to get a snack, and so I get uh, going to the yogurt aisle. And as I'm going to the yoga aisle, I see this, you know, angel kind of just flies into the building. You know, some angels just swoop in on the wind and they just kind of, and I'm used to that. You know, they swoop in and they kind of look at what you're doing. They look at the people, interacting with the people. And so I'm getting my, my, my business, getting my yogurt. And then the angel says, oh, you should get 
the lemon, the lemon uh, yogurt flavor. <laughs> and I said, I, you know, and me being like, sometimes I'm like, okay, there is a message in this. There's a uh -huh. message in this. Why could I be, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking. <laughs> and, then, uh, and I looked at the angel and I, you know, and I can talk under my breath so I don't look weird, you know, mm -hmm. or talk with my mind so I don't look weird. But um, mm -hmm. I talk under my breath and I said, uh, why? And then the angel, <laughs> literally, the angel pulls out a spoon and he said, I want to try some. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> like, that sounds good. So what was interesting was that I'm preparing to like, I'm checking out the angels just walking around. But it says in his word that he makes angels win. So a lot of times in Hebrews chapter one, a lot of times people uh, around will sense the angels and it's wind. And so I'm checking out and there would be a breeze. And sometimes the breeze would, you know, people had light paper hanging out on the checkout line where the, they check out their stuff. The wind would knock it over and they would look around like, what's all this wind? And I'm like, that's the angel in here, you know, he's wind. So we yeah. go back to my apartment and I have my own spoon and he has his spoon and then he's waiting for me to open it. And so I open up the lid and then he takes his spoon and he, and he just starts eating it. The, the, the yogurt and I'm eating it and I'm thinking, this is the strangest, most hilarious encounter I've ever had. And so I'm waiting for a message from this guy. I'm literally waiting for a message. Uh -huh. And uh, after we finish, I said, so is there anything you want to tell me? And then he looks at me and then he said, hey, this is what it's like to also entertain angels unaware. And yeah. I said, oh, and that was a whole new meaning because sometimes we think yeah. that, which uh, that's happened to me too, where they come in such a human flesh form you know but even beyond that there's angels around us that are wanting to interact with us and for wanting us to be to be involved in our lives in such unique ways and so this hmm. was just a fun hilarious encounter with an angel who wanted yogurt and i told him That's when awesome. he was leaving i said if you want more you can always come back <laughs> <laughs> you do know? you uh do you ever have any uh repeat encounters with specific angels uh, and like such as guardian angels mm -hmm. or anybody like that yes i have had repeated uh once for a while um there was an angel uh who let's see this started probably about 2000 so maybe about 2008 yeah 2008 where the lord wasn't my choice but the lord started to uh take me to places in hell which was not my choice wow. i mm -hmm. actually fought him on that because i was like i don't want to go you can just tell me just tell me about it, you know, but he wanted me to go because he was taking me to places in heaven and now the spiritual realms. But he said, I want you to see the dark realm as well. And so I repeatedly saw um, an angel who would take me and then it later trans uh, transitioned to Jesus. But for a while, it was an angel who had a, a white hood. He looked kind of like, oh, he looked kind of like the guy from, I don't know if anyone's played like Assassin's Creed. Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yeah. yeah yep. With the hood and the knife. Uh -huh. under, like he had these hidden knives and such. And he was not very friendly. He was very like, you know, uh, yeah. you know, we're going for a purpose. If anything touches you, I'm going to kill it, you know? And I just was like, hey, that's nice. Just, just keep me okay, bro. You know, yeah. so you've been repeated. Um, yeah. Where I've seen um, angels of uh, come to me again and again. And, uh, and we talk yeah. and they do things. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's really interesting because there's that whole, you know, we always hear about guardian angels and, mm -hmm. and do some people have like one guardian angel that just goes 
follows them through life or mm-hmm. watches over them through life or mm-hmm. does that do, do the guardian angels like change as you go through different seasons yeah, is of it, your life or is it like the military where you have details and deployments? Yeah, like, like shifts oh, of angels yeah. yes that is such a great question yeah there are angels so there there's angels that are specifically in charge of the whole guardian process and that answers to michael so um michael's the top military dog so you know he's he's got things shifts under him but guardian angels are really special because their job is to go through life with you so all of your ups and your downs you know they are there with you they're really more like a friend than just military yeah um they've watched you since you were born and they were you know wherever you are when you came out of mommy's tummy they were in the room you know, wow. you know they, they, they are so wonderful. My guardian angel, his name is Eden, and he's been with me for a while. And, and uh, you know, since I was born and and he's awesome. He's great. But he is different from um, ministry angels where there's angels who like, for example, you guys have a ministry angel. That's mm-hmm. for what you do. And their job is to enhance your work, you know, uh, enhance what you do for the kingdom. But your oh, guardian angels like looking after your heart, looking after your soul. You know, if there's yeah. demons that are coming at you, they're the first ones to go after it. And if they need assistance, they will ask for help. And that's happened, too, in my life where I was going through massive anxiety. I wasn't being attacked by a, a demon, you know, almost every night. And uh, Eden would wrestle him down and pin him down. And I would wake up because I would hear all the noise in my room. I'd wake yeah. up and I'd look over and there's Eden. Eden's huge. These glamorous, like green and teal, like, you know, wings. He's just muscle shirt but he pins demons down <laughs> and like you know it's awesome you know and i wake startled up and i look over and there's eden and then he's he points at me he said it's all right go back to sleep i got it i'm taking care of it and i'm like <laughs> okay Ugh, and i fall asleep you know but there were times where some demons were strong and he needed assistance and uh angels like fire and with spears that had thunder and lightning at the end of them would stand at the foot of my bed and Eden would stand by the door because he needed some assistance, you know, so they will ask for that as well. Mm -hmm. Man, that is incredible. That blows my mind. Just transition that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know how to follow that up. I don't even know. I used to to sit in church back when I first started writing books and just like envision all that stuff. Yeah. And I was just kind Mm -hmm. of figured it was probably just my imagination, but like Mm -hmm. listening to Micah talk, I'm like, Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know at this point. <laughs> not dude, so sure I, anymore. You know. Dude, I have seen angels. This one, like, whoa, like freaked me out in a way, in a good way. But I've seen angels once uh, where they they were flying. So they were huge. Like, I mean, bigger than a building, buildings, um, flying in. And I'm at, a, at the park and I hear this low sounding like aircraft. And I'm thinking like, what in the world is that? Who would be flying this low? And I would see in the distance, and it was this huge angel that had hair and fire coming off of its hair. And its wings were like metallic. And it was like, you know, and it it like slowed down. And then it just changed shape. And it was this military angel with all these weapons on it. And then he would look at me and he would say, hello, beloved. They always Mm -hmm. call me beloved. And I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, you know, and then he would just slowly flew off into the distance. And I'm like, man, dude, there's all kinds. And I'm thinking like, I was telling, wow. ask Holy Spirit. I said, Holy Spirit, what was that about? Where was he going? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, this is so cool. 
Wow. Man, I got a, there's a couple of really great questions sure. uh, in the chat. Uh, Kira OC asked, are all angels male? Do they have kind of mm. a male appearance? Mm, that's a great question. Not all angels are. I've seen angels appear uh, more feminine. I've seen angels appear in, in a form of animals like a lion. There's a, there's a group of lion kind of angels that are called the Royal Guard. Um, mm. And there's like intense white brightness and they have uh they breathe fire out of their mouth and they oh, have wow. these huge golden wings i've seen those guys i've seen the the, the, the feminine angels uh, that come to me are gorgeous and some of there i've seen feminine female angels who are warriors and i've seen female angels who work in healing work in a guardian all that kind of stuff different spheres of where angels can work and uh, they're just as powerful they appear feminine they're just as powerful as the males you know but angels come in all kinds of forms i've seen angels yeah. i've seen the angel made out of knives the blades of knives yeah i remember you talked to talk about that i remember hearing you say that yeah mm -hmm. blades of knives and i'm and i play this game where i try to poke every one of them you know just to <laughs> keep it fun but i was like i can't poke this guy because i'll cut my finger you know but he looked at me and he smiled and you know and he was about like 14 feet tall you know he was he was a big guy that was one of the things that uh, Gabriel Bello, uh, saxophonist and a mm -hmm. friend of ours, a great mm -hmm. Christian, was talking about. He said, uh, my father-in-law has seen angels taller than full-grown 30-foot trees. Oh, yes. Oh, that's so true. Some, there's some that, are, that fill the hemisphere that are huge. And I saw that when I was driving. I had to pull over real quick because I was yeah. like, oh, I need to. This is, wait a minute. This is, I've seen them, uh, huge ones that fill the hemisphere coming out of the sky with the Lord wow. Jesus. And, and I'm like at a red light and I'm just stunned. And I know I went through several greenless cars were honking at me and I'm just staring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Way better than seeing a UFO. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Much better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do want to backtrack. Shannon had a question yeah. earlier um, that I forgot to mention. She wanted to know, and we're jumping back into the story a little bit here. Sure. Uh, she wanted to ask right there. Uh, she wanted to ask what the curse felt like or what did that entail? Mm -hmm. Like when the guy threw the sweat mm -hmm. rag at you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How do you uh, how do you like know it was a curse and, and did you feel anything from that? That's a great question. And, you know, I didn't realize again, I didn't realize it was a a curse until five years ago oh. when I'm with my pastor because my parents were so good at having me move forward and just like. So I, I didn't really know. So when I was stepping into uh, ministry at my church, my pastor had asked me to like join staff to lead a prophetic ministry, you know, all that kind of stuff. When he said that, suddenly I was, I felt fear. Like it was like a knot in my stomach. And I yeah. thought, why is that there? And so I felt that and I, that fear, that rejection in me. And I'm like, and I know it's not coming from my pastor because we would meet every Wednesday, you know, and talk about yeah. these things. And so I went home. And the Lord brought that memory back to me, you know, and really? I thought, oh, goodness, I remember that. So I went back and I told him. And so then he uh, when I start telling him, I could feel this uh, this warfare over my shoulder. Like there was like like the demons were like, no, no, no. And then when he broke the curse, it just it was like warm oil in my stomach like you, you mm. drink a hot chocolate, something real warm yeah. goes in yeah. your stomach and it, it just cleaned uh -huh. my spirit out and. It was awesome, man. Mm, cool. It really cool. makes you think that you know curses, 
curses can be put upon you and how much do you through your own naivete allow them to exist or how much do you give them power to exist mm -hmm. yeah. over you yeah you know? yeah it's just and it really helped me to realize like you know you you have to watch what you say you know because things right. leave an imprint you know yeah. And and that left an imprint even to that didn't affect me till years later, you know, when yeah. I was stepping into something, then that that curse took into effect boom, like a grip. Yeah. Like it was like someone said and activate, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was like, Whoa, where did this come from? So it's like a time bomb. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. I mean, there are a lot of people that have had uh, angelic experiences. Mm -hmm. visions dreams maybe they heard mm -hmm. something felt something and they know or or believe it's angelic mm -hmm. and then there are other people that you might call you know prophetic people that experience mm -hmm. this more on a regular basis like yourself yeah but they're kind of afraid to say anything mm -hmm. especially yeah. you know especially at church yeah um what would you say to other prophetic people that might be watching this who've never really had the courage to talk about their gift oh, how would you yeah. encourage them I, you know, first of all, I know how you feel. I, I understand that it's it's very hard. Um, you feel very lonely. You feel very, you feel odd, separated. But the cool thing is, is that even though you have a gift that many aren't experiencing, God does not want you to be alone. You know, he does not want you to be separated. He doesn't want you to feel odd or outside of the community. And one of the things I did um, was I prayed, because there were seasons where, our family didn't go to a church, you know, we couldn't find one, you know, but I, I prayed for community. I prayed for friends that I could share um, these, these encounters with, because you, it's helpful for the prophetic person because you need someone who cares about you and can allow you to express what your world is like, because then it gets like pressure on the inside of you. And then, you start to become angry. You start to become, you know, frustrated with people. And I find that um, when I'm around prophetic people who need to talk, you know, and I just, I just listen. I don't even, I don't even say things like I saw that too. I just listen, listen to them. You, I feel the pressure in them subside because they're like, Oh, finally someone's listening to me. Oh, finally, yeah. you know? And so I encourage you to like, Pray for a community, pray for friends, even one or two people that you can just share your visions with them, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, and I, yeah. I've gone through different seasons where I had different people in certain parts of my life who were those people, you know, and things change, life happens and things change. Yeah. You know, I currently now, you know, I, I have a church community, but even still in a church community, I have a best friend who uh, I share everything with, you know, everything. Yeah. And yeah. he just is a great listener. And that's, that's like therapeutic for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The catharsis of just being heard and understood a yes. lot of times makes mm -hmm. a big yes. difference for people, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and just being accepted and validated and just, yes. you know, yeah. Everybody needs like a, a an armor bearer. You yes. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. For sure. In my case, I, I needed, I needed to talk because I, it was so much I was seeing and I, you know, I did not want to become angry or bitter or or live in a place of rejection because I know that that is not Jesus's will. Jesus does not want the prophetic people to be alone. Yeah. Used to get, I used to have this dream where I would see a table, a big table at a church, and and uh, there were meals all on the table, and 
and I'm I'm looking, I'm outside of the church and I'm looking in through the window and I'm watching everybody eat. And I would be like, oh, I wish I could sit at that table. I wish I could. And then I heard the Lord say in the dream, he was like, no, it is time for the prophets to eat at the table. It is time for them to return to the table and eat with their brothers and sisters. Look, there's a seat right there for you. And so I started saying that again and again to the prophets who feel like you know, the prophetic people who feel like, oh, I don't know where to go. And I'm like, hey, it is your season to find your community. It yeah. is your season yeah. to find that home. Yeah, that's cool. That's Man, that's really cool. That's encouraging because I'm I'm that person for someone, mm -hmm. uh, the, the listener. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I, I haven't had... Yeah, you know, I've only had just a couple of mm -hmm. very minor, you know, experience. You call it experience light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, and I've and same. I've shared those, but I've shared a couple of them, you know, on the live, mm -hmm. a couple of them on the live stream. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am definitely that person for for other people. Mm -hmm. um, that's really encouraging. I mean, the most important thing is just pray, just put it out there, pray, say, yeah. God, help me find this community. Yeah. Yes. You know? um, yes, that's awesome. Thank you for that. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. Actually, it's one of it's a question that Jonathan came up with. It's an awesome <laughs> question. And it ties into so much of what we talk about with a lot of our guests here uh -huh. in your encounters and experiences. Have you ever had um, or received any messages related to the end times at all in, mm. uh, uh, being, you know, are we in those latter days or mm -hmm. can you talk about that at all? Yeah, I could talk about it, uh, you know, a little bit on, on what I can share. So uh, I, I'm very careful with how much the Lord wants me to share with, uh, with these things, just because um, there's a lot to be said and there's a lot to be interpreted, you know? So um, what I can say, or sure on, on some things um, at the moment, uh, we, we have to get ready to really know who Jesus is really um, because there's so many other voices that are going to come up. They're going to sound so similar to him. I had this dream where my pastor and I, uh, we, he, in the dream, he said, Hey, Micah, Jesus is here. And I said, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And he said, we're going to go listen to him. He's out in the, I can't remember the area he was in, but he said, he's over in this blah, blah, blah area. Let's go. So we drive a few hours to go see him, me and my pastor and a couple of executive pastors. And uh, I get to him and I see this Jesus and, and some well-respected leaders were surrounding him. And, um, and he was talking. And when I looked at him, I was stunned because I immediately knew like, that is not him. So I pointed at him and I said, you are not Jesus. You're a false Jesus. Who are you? Reveal yourself. And he, that false Jesus looked at me and out of his mouth came all these snakes. At least he's poisonous snakes like he vomited it up and I sit up from my bed and I'm sweating because, you know, I'm hot and the anointings in the, in the room and this angel standing right in front of me. And he said, did you get that? And I said, uh, I'm shaking. I said, yeah, I think I understand. He said, it is better now that they know who he is right now, because yeah. there is coming voices that those who claim to know him will not be able to discern who is actually standing in front of them. Yep. And mm -hmm. I was so yeah. impacted by that. And so that's one thing I keep championing right now, wherever I go is we have got to be intimate with Jesus because things are shaking. Things are supposed to shake, you know, things are supposed to rattle, you yeah. know, but my thing is, is I'm, I'm believing for a church 
that will not sway by the coming winds of going left and right, but that they mm -hmm. know him and focused on the King of Kings, Jesus, the anointed ones, and that these, yeah. the anointed one, and that the prophets, the prophets would now start prophesying Jesus saying, look at him. This is what he's like. This is what his voice sounds like. This is what his kingdom is like, you know, so yeah. that way we'll get ready for those times that are ahead of us. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your ministry. Tell us about Behold Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. So Behold Wonder is it's a ministry that the um that um my my friend he started this well, he said, Mike, you know, maybe you should start a blog post. And I thought, oh well, and I don't know. I was writing things on Facebook and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna do that. Yeah. But uh he uh long story short, he's he came up with a uh like a website um a blog website he took some of my writings and he put up little images and he said see look if you look like this and i remember he posted it <laughs> and like i would get like three likes and i'm like oh, okay no one's really reading it <laughs> you know whatever and he started like a facebook page and i was like it was like my mom and siblings and some of my yeah. friends yeah yeah you know but it started to grow you know a couple of thousand and whatever and then i'm at my pastor's uh, uh, house and uh, during a house event i'm laying on the carpet and this uh, angel flies in and his rings uh, contain all these kind of colors and his, his wings are so large, but it looks like a shape of a heart because they go up and they come around in front of him. And uh, like a silver kind of light coming from him. And he stands in front of me and he puts his hand on his chest. He said, my name is Wonder. He said, and you will have a ministry that is focused on beholding the glory of God and you will prophesy the glory of God to those who have ears to hear. He said, and you will call your ministry, Behold Wonder. And I thought, oh, okay, that's cool. So I went back to Dustin <laughs> and, and um, I forgot that my friend who, who was helping with the site and he's like, do you have a name? And, and I was like, well, you know, maybe Behold His Wonder. I don't know. You know, like and I told him about the encounter and then he just said, well, let, then we're just going to call it Behold Wonder. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's what we did. And That's awesome. so its primary fit mi mission is to really raise up friends of God, people who Jesus is longing for friends right now. He appeared to me yeah. in 2008 and he and uh, with tears coming down his face. And and I remember he held he held my my face and I held his face. And I remember the feeling of the tears coming down my hands. And he said, son, he said, will you bring me friends? And yeah. I said, Lord, OK, but. How about I prophesy about a comet or an earthquake? Because I, I, you know, I'm thinking like, I don't know. Really Save lives. Yeah. Like I want to yeah, do yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and he said, Mike, I have so many prophets, apostles and teachers and pastors. He said, but, you know, evangelists, he said, but I have very few friends. Will you yeah. bring me friends? And I said, okay, Lord, I'll do it. And so behold, wonder carried that encounter into its, you know, into the focus of where I, I just, I want people to love Jesus with all their heart. You know, yeah. I want them to love him. I want them to, that's awesome. to, to hearts to be set apart for him. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Um, can I, add, there's another, there's another question in the chat that sure. I wanted to ask you is actually by Tim Hig, uh, Hyman, Hyam, mm -hmm. Higgum, Higgum. Uh, he says, uh, Micah, a few months ago, you were on Elijah Fire, which is a mm -hmm. YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, um, what did Jesus say to you about porn? Mm. Uh, you made a comment on that on that video months ago. Mm -hmm. what, can you can you share a little bit about 
about that? Um, yes. So there were several things that the Lord, uh, pornography was a huge struggle of mine, even as a seer. And I would see the demons even in like the videos I watched. And I still watch the videos, you know, mm -hmm. and um, and I would see Eden, you know, with his wings and he would turn to the to the to to the right. And his wings sometimes would be in front of me because demons would be reaching through trying to get to me and his wings wow. is protecting me. And so I would see these things and I still would look at pornography. Wow. There was one moment where um, in the midst of pornography. The Lord Jesus walks into the room. Now, guys, I thought I was a dead man. Uh, you know, and, and you know, like, I, I I don't know what I was thinking. You know, like, you, I know he knew I was struggling with it. I was battling against it. So, but when he, came, when he came in, I thought, this is it. I am in trouble. I am, I don't know what's going to happen. I was, uh -huh. I felt so much shame come on me. And, you know, and so I closed the computer and Jesus comes in and he looks at me and then he helps me to stand like i said jesus is strong man he is so strong he helps me to stand up and i'm looking at him right in the face face to face and he pulls out of his pocket this ring and he puts it on my finger and then gives me this white garment this white beautiful white robe just puts it on me and it's smelt with this fragrance of heaven and this crown on my head and then he leans back and he looks at me and he said this is the real you. This is who I mm. see. And I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm like, mm. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I, I grab his shoulders and I'm like, I have no idea who you are. I'm like, <laughs> I, who are you? Why are you so amazing? You know, mm. and and he, I remember he, he I, I've never shared this part before, um, but he pointed at my, at my chest and then he, he put it at my chest and he said, do you know why? pornography is attacking you and i said why i said why lord why why is it so hard he said because pornography is a blanket that covers the entire head meaning the head is where all of our five senses are you know and we're, those are made to encounter the lord jesus and so pornography puts a blanket over our head and mm. it keeps us from encounter Wow. You know, it keeps us from encountering the Lord Jesus. And he said, Satan is scared of the encounters you are going to share in the future. Encounters wow. that are going to set nations free. Encounters that are going to set people free. And I felt this flame come in mm. me. And I thought, oh, that's epic. You know, and he turns yeah. around and he leaves. Now, guys, I thought even after that encounter, that pornography was gone. But I still had to walk out 11 years, 11 to 12 years of this of standing on what god said standing on his promise and what he spoke to me until it finally just broke and disappeared wow man that's powerful so even after that kind of an amazing experience it still took over a it's, decade yes to yeah. walk through it wow yes yeah. wow i'm gonna i'm gonna ask a very rudimentary question but i think this is maybe an important one mm -hmm. um your whole ministry is to get people to you know, behold the wonder of the Lord and to yeah. love Jesus and to be friends with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Real basic, simple question. Um, you and I understand it. A lot of people maybe need to hear mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Why? Why mm -hmm. should people want to be friends with Jesus? Why mm -hmm. should people? Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to hear you articulate it. Oh, no, that's great. It's it's because he's worthy. When uh, When someone stands in front of you, with those tears and then they say, I want friends, your heart breaks, 
yeah. their heart breaks. And the king of the universe who is who created all things and all the realms and all the spiritual beings, and they're mm -hmm. looking at you saying, will you be my friend? It's like, there is no other great to call in. I remember being walking around the throne of God. Now, God's throne is intense. <laughs> right. like just like i mean like it's noise and bolts of lightning and emerald colors and god's hair is on white and smart it's just it's intense you know and angels tumbling and rumbling and people spinning it's it's intense but i'm walking around the throne because the throne is not against the wall it's in the center you know it's mm -hmm. in the center of the room so everybody surrounds it but i'm walking with jesus and we're linked arms which i love it I loved, oh, I love him so much. Walking with him or linked arms. And he looks at me and he said, Micah. And I said, yes, Lord. And he said, you know, your, your ministry as a prophet, he said, that's only for the season of your lifetime on the earth. And I said, yes. He said, but you will always be known as friend here. Hmm. He said, there is no other greater calling than being hmm. a friend. And I was like, I want to be your friend. You know, he said, so go back and you tell the, he said, go back and tell the people that there is no greater calling than a friend. And he said, and I'm looking at everyone saying, will you be my friend? And so yeah. that's what I do. I come back and I, I tell people how much Jesus desires them and how much they're loved. It's reminiscent of God walking with Adam through the garden mm -hmm. before yes. the fall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Reminds me of that. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, yes. that friendship. Yeah. Yes. That's really cool, man. Is that mm -hmm. what it means to be a seer prophet? Mm -hmm. Is that sort of the angle? of that yes yeah i love that you said that absolutely the ministry of the seer prophet you know we see angels we see spiritual beings and we love that that's fun but yeah. the main ministry of a seer prophet is to reveal jesus you know who yeah. is jesus what's he like you know how, describe his love you know I, guys honestly I had to adjust to this because I was like, I want to like, I read about the prophets in the Bible. I love their ministry. And even the prophets of, of old in my time, I love their ministry. But I would be like, I want to do what they're doing. And I go and have these encounters with Jesus in heaven and I, or the father even. And I'm mm -hmm. on the throne, the lap of the father. And I'm taking my hand and I'm brushing it through his hair. His father has white hair, brushing through his hair. And the lights that come off of his hair go into your body. And I'm thinking, this is so cool. And so I'm waiting for a message. And then, Father, I'll hear him say, I'll hear him say, he said, you go back and you tell people what my hair feels like. And I'm like, wow. why? Hmm. I'm thinking, like, why do I care about that? You know? But then yeah. I start to understand this. Like, people don't believe that he is real. Yeah. That he is a real person. He is not some idea. He's not some just invisible God that you think is there. When you, mm -hmm. he is real. You can you can touch father and not die. You can feel him. He feels different than Jesus. Jesus has flesh on him. He has the yeah. new body, but you can touch father as well. And he feels completely different, you know? Yeah. And so they're like, they're, what they're trying to say, well, in this ministry I'm doing is like, I am really real. I am yeah. real. And I am a living being that's desiring friendship with you. It's not something that just happens in your mind. It's physically, it's spiritually, it's mentally. I'm with you and I want to be with you. And it rocks my world. I'm just like, <laughs> this is the best thing I can ever prophesy. You know? That's amazing. So it seems it, it's a spiritual realm. It's a yep. heavenly realm. It's a yep. spiritual world. Is it, um, and there may not be an answer for this. Is it quantifiable as far as being interdimensional is it something that breaks through the veil and mm. is accessible via dreams mm. and have you ever done any sort of interpretation of any kind of dreams that you've had 
-hmm. or other or have angels given you interpretations of that's a good i know that's a ton question. of questions but oh no that's fine this is great um it is a realm that you can access and there's plenty of ways you can access it by visions by uh dreams your feelings can even access them so yeah. all of your senses that God gave you, your five senses God gave you, you can use those senses to access the spiritual realm. See, what's what's interesting is seers, the ministry of a seer uh, does reveal Jesus, but they also equip people to, to experience, to see the supernatural realm. And so yeah. all of our senses are used, are being used for this physical world or, or the human earth realm. I even hate saying physical and non-physical because the spiritual realm is just as physical. It's just a different substance. You know, yeah. so I like to say the earth realm and the spirit realm. You're, you're, you have senses for the earth realm, but you also have senses for the spirit realm that you can train, use to, uh, to discern what's happening in the spirit world. And so dreams yeah. is a very common way um, yeah. that we are able to discern. And I've had angels come in and uh, lay their hands, <laughs> lay their hands on my, on my chest. And then I would have this dream of, of a spiritual being or going to a spiritual world or a spiritual place. And I thought, and I want to say to the dreamers, your dreams are real. Okay. If yeah. you dream in the spirit, if you dreams and see spiritual beings in your dreams, those are real. Daniel was one of the ones that had dreams that were intense and awesome. And they were real. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you're seeing in the spiritual world while your body is asleep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say that, yeah, dreams is a okay, great way awesome. One of our patrons had asked that she uh, she said she had the number eighteen three times in her dream last night, and mm -hmm. that's like, yeah, oh, man, I, I don't know. It might mean anytime something happens three times, you should pay attention. Yeah, yeah. three yeah. times. And yeah. I tell people this about dreams. It says in that um, and Daniel doesn't all dreams interpretation belong to God? Yes. And dreams are beautiful because the Lord will speak in an intimate language that uh, you and him will understand in your dreams. And yeah. so when you're trying to give understanding or help someone bring understanding in their dreams, you start to ask them questions about their life because a lot of times, like for example, a dog and a dream to me can mean something different than a dog and a dream to you because our language yeah. is different and God knows how our languages work. And so there are very, it's a very fun mystery you know, to search out what the Lord meetings of dreams. Yeah. 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 So that you don't even like referring to spiritual and physical as being separate. It's all kind of intertwined. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. Are your mm -hmm. experiences affected by travel or location such mm -hmm. as Holy ground cemeteries, churches, are there lodestones yeah. or nexus mm -hmm. points? Oh, that's a fun question. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, um, I, a lot of times when I travel to mountains, I will see large, 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 large angels standing on mountains. Angels love mountains. Really? Uh, really? We were in Colorado this uh, summer uh, and I, you know, we were Salida, uh, Colorado and I fly in and, you know, and I see angels on the planes or flying next to me, the planes. And I'm just like waving out and my mom. She's all like, are you looking at the angels out the window? And I'm like, yes. Cause you know, they're sitting on the, sometimes I sit on the wings of the plane and they're just talking to each other. And then they know I can see, they notice I see them. Cause sometimes angels don't know that you can see them. Not all the time. Cause they're just, you know, really? you know, and so when they see someone can see them, sometimes they get like, Oh, and they'll wave, you know, if they're more like, oh, hi, you know, um, but I, I, yeah, we fly in and 
we go, we, we drive up to the mountains of Salida and I'm about to speak at the church and I'm thinking like, hmm, this is interesting. I could feel the pool, an angelic pool, the mountains in the distance. And so I'm looking, I look up at the, the mountains and I see this huge, huge angel with a long staff and its wings were just as wide as the mountains and he was standing on it. And I'm thinking, oh goodness gracious. And I noticed that there was just this black demonic energy hitting the angel's back. And I right. thought, now what is going hmm. on? So I started, to, I went to the pastor and I said, was there anything on the other side of the, <laughs> of the mountains? He said, oh, that's where all, a lot of the cults in the new age and stuff are on the other side of the mountain. I said, well, mm -hmm. there's an angel there that's keeping that from coming on this side. I told him wow. that and he said, Oh, he's like, that's so cool. And some other people in the church <laughs> we would see bright lights on the mountain. They would see the mountains would glow or there'd be some kind of lights up there. And I said, that's the angel up wow. there protecting, hmm. you know, so locations. Yeah, I'll see Man. different kinds of angels and locations even. Mm -hmm. we, you know, we got to get you in more churches because so many <laughs> churches, they don't talk about any of this. They don't, they don't want to. They don't talk about the Nephilim in Genesis 6. You know, mm -hmm. they don't really want to talk about the fact that like. They don't, they don't want to talk about the end times. No, they don't <laughs> want to, you know, they don't want to talk about spiritual warfare and how there are beings that are contesting over you. And yeah. like yeah. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't go the way that it, you know, you would want it to go. And right, like, right. no one talks about this stuff and there's i think there's a, a subconscious hunger for it that yeah. people mm -hmm. don't even because it's like why are you here if you're here at church how mm -hmm. is it not to engage the numinous yeah mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah. you're just gonna hear another platitude about fish and loaves yeah like i mean yes it's great but mm -hmm. like there there's a whole other side that is powerful mm -hmm. and violent yes yeah you know yes. that no one ever yeah so um yes. Nick, I know at least that last question. Yeah, I want to ask you one <laughs> last. I know yeah. you get a. I know you said you We're had an hour. Up on an hour. You're yeah, good. I You're you good. Now, I got. I, I got some time. I still have some time. You guys. Are All good. right. Cool. Sweet. Cool. Sweet. So, when are you going to write a book? <gasps> oh, I got a book coming out, y'all. Yes. Do you write? Yes. Do. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. Nice. So I. It's, I it. We're hoping for December is the launch time okay. for it. In fact, I. I, I had a small meeting with um, one of the t uh, one of my staff who were in the prophetic ministry. She's helping me like get the book together, and my best friends and they're working on things um, to help with that. But uh, it's December is the date of when the month when we want to release the book. Okay. Okay. But I'm Ooh. trying not to give definite dates because just in case something happens. Oh, I know well, how it goes. End of December. But yeah. guys, I'm so excited. It's like got encounters in there and. Stories of angels, heavens, demons, Satan oh, even man. is in there, you yeah. know. Um, but it's it's awesome. It really will inspire. I oh, can't wait. So well, cool, when man. when it's out, I hope that you'll consider coming back and talking yeah. about oh, the book. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, yeah. so we can get the mm -hmm. word. We'd love to help you get the word out about the book. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm excited. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> do you have a title? Do you have a title in mind or do you not want to share that yet? Um, I do have a title, but I'm not gonna share it yet. All right. All right. <laughs> you guys will have to be surprised. Uh, I understand. That's right. That's solid. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Bello. Dude, how amazing would it be to have a church service where Gabriel Bello does the worship and then Micah Turbo comes on and does like, because Gabriel's so awesome at like the music. He uh -huh. understands yeah. praise and worship and how you're supposed to structure it. 
you know, oh, awesome. and then we could give yeah. Mike and we could have Micah like give a sermon. That's yeah. the way oh, to do it. That would be fun. He that said uh, fun. he had a really cool comment in here. Gabriel said uh, that reminded me of a demonic spirit I saw that looked like the evil spirit from Disney's Fantasia. Mm. It was <laughs> sitting on my church building. I told my mother shortly after it had a major split. The church had a split, which is wow. very common, especially yeah. around here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I sadly, I've seen angels on buildings and I've seen demons on, on church buildings. And, um, oh, yeah. it's really sad when that happens. Cause you know, things are going on, you know, in, in, in the service and angels are still assigned to churches, like in revelation angel nice. just assigned to the church and whatever, you know, angels will be assigned to churches. And I love going to churches and seeing the angel there. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I wonder what they, what the, and I start asking the Holy spirit, like, okay, um, what's their assignment, Lord, that I can, you know, encourage them. And then when there's demons on the building, now them critters, they know better. <laughs> I don't play with them. You know, yeah. like if I'm coming to a place and there's a critter on top of the building, I'm like, look, you got to go while I'm here. You got to go. I don't know. You know, I, <laughs> I know there's other kind of things that might be involved with you being here, but I don't want you here while I'm in this building. You nice. Know, so I'll release the host of heaven, and I'm like, <laughs> command you know, authority. Yeah, over like the demonic. You ain't hanging out here while I'm here. No, -uh, you know. <laughs> so, um, uh, Kira, uh, one of our um, one of our other guests in the chat uh, had a really good question mm -hmm. uh, that's probably going to knock out one of our questions that we yeah. had. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's relevant. She says, "Tips on how to start meeting or getting to know." my angels please is oh. there any advice you could give to people oh who, that's a great question how they might do that yes and i just want to say you know angels are fun and any real angel will never ever ever lead you away from the lord any angel that the lord sends will point you straight back to him because a mm -hmm. lot of people will get all angel crazy like sometimes they're all like oh my god you why don't you talk about jesus aren't you scared of the angel of light that's going to lead you know, yeah, there's an angel of light, but it's why I say, you know, Jesus. So if something comes to you, you know, that yeah. is, you'll recognize it right away because real angels, real angels carry God's light. Yeah. Right? And that should be a, the number one thing you should discern. What presence are you feeling with a being that's standing in front of you? So I tell people this, you know, what to help them get better at um, discerning angels. Angels love to encourage people they love it and they love encouragement so when people say i want to see angels and i say okay that's cool and i start listening to the things that come out of their mouth i'm like that's one reason why you're not seeing them is because there's so much negativity coming out of your mouth uh, yeah. when they whenever they're around us sometimes they come around us because they're waiting to be given weapons from the words that we are speaking really I've seen angels be equipped with armor. They come around to a person and as a person's praying and encouraging. So even the slightest encouragement of like, you're going to have a good day or, you know, it doesn't have to be a massive prophetic word, but it can be something slightly, you're going to have a good day or you're going to this and that. And angels will be, a sword will form right in front of them. Wow. The angel will grab the sword and he'll be assigned or go after, you know, and minister to that person. So cool. learn to encourage people. Be relentless yeah. at encouraging people. Find hmm, cool. something good to say about someone. Yeah. And in the process of you doing that, ask the Holy Spirit, you know, what is happening in the spiritual world as I'm encouraging this person? Yeah. That's one. The second thing that I do, and these are things I practice in my life just to stay up, you know, to stay sharp. One of the things that, uh, the second thing I do is I sing. 
seeing the scriptures, seeing the Bible. Oh, I love singing the Bible. I mean, I'll cool. open up a passage to to in the Bible. I'll turn on music. It could be techno music. I put on techno music. I put on, you know, like I love singing to the Bible to techno music. It's got to be, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I just sing the word and it creates a hunger for more. It creates a hunger for the presence and angels. First and foremost, they are worshipers. They worship Jesus. Yeah. So whenever you step in the flow of worshiping the Lord, angels naturally come in. I have done this where I turn on worship music and I'll sing and I literally will look at, wait in my house and see an angel come in because they were flying by and they heard music. They heard yeah. worship and they came into the house and they said, oh, we heard, <laughs> said, we heard the music. We heard the music. <laughs> well, let's sing, you know, let's worship Jesus. And so we're like, ah, oh, worshiping Jesus. So singing is a huge thing. Learn to sing the scriptures as much. Do those two things and your senses will sharpen. Number three, and this is one that um, a lot of people would not consider to be as important, but I, I find that it's it really sharpens you, is what you experience, what you smell, what you sense, what you feel, write it down. Mm. Because what that does is that it um, sometimes your spirit man gets cluttered with so many things the things that you're feeling, that writing it down also shows the Lord and the Holy Spirit that you value the revelation that you're getting, no matter how small it is. Yeah. I felt this. I smelt that. Or, oh, Lord, I even did this. Oh, Lord, uh, today was kind of blah, you know? Mm -hmm. And just it's always important to write down the things you're experiencing in a little notebook, on your computer, on your phone, and that yeah. sharpens you. Oh, that's awesome. So I have I have another I have a follow up question to that. Um, and actually, uh, Joey Payne just asked that. Yeah, so that's my mom. That's his mom. Hi, mom. Yeah. Hey, she wanted to ask: uh, Is the father still creating angels? <gasps> oh, father is still creating all kinds of things, angels included. Uh, just I'm just gonna, and I don't even fully have. <laughs> I don't know how this is all going to work, but God is creating dimensions and realities and realms even now that are like so big that he even needs like a new system for these things to exist and that will take part in ruling and reigning with him but i saw things where cool. uh the father had uh these great uh, uh they look like um pearls or, or marbles around his wrist you know and because he's beautiful so sometimes father will have different kinds of things on him but I noticed it, you know, I, and I pointed at him and I said to Jesus, and I said, those are gorgeous. I said, Jesus, what are those marbles? And Jesus leans in and he said, Micah, those are new realms and realities, planets and spheres mm. that the father is going to breathe into existence. But right now he doesn't have a system for them to exist. So he wears them as a bracelet around his wrist. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's, so oh, that's cool. awesome. That like, is... what? And so Jesus said, Micah, he looked at me. He was so excited. He said, Micah, you will do things, things beyond, uh, uh, beyond in, in, the, in the new realms, the new heavens that you haven't even dreamed of. You know, yeah. like the stuff and the gifts that we have are just for this time, you know, for this season. But the thoughts for us, the thoughts God has for us are more numerous than the grains of sand. So there's destinies and purpose inside of us that we haven't even touched on yet. Yeah, that man. we're going to do in these different 
that's cool to think about it, i know it makes you think what you know because it, it's like after this is done after this mm -hmm. time on the earth yes. is done and the earth is remade and heaven is remade and mm -hmm. you know new jerusalem is created and then it's like yeah. well what then like yeah mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, what yeah. are we going to be the angels for new realities or new dimensions? Mm -hmm. that, I mean, who knows? Who knows? You know? yeah. I would never want to put words in God's mouth or, course, you know, or yeah. reinterpret. But man, it's just I, who knows what the possibilities. Yes. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Yes. It's, it's going it's, to be it, amazing. It's going right? to beat my, you know, hour and a half commute to downtown <laughs> Nashville every morning to slug <laughs> it out behind a keyboard. Yeah. That's for right. sure. I'm gonna soar through the cosmos on wings of fire. Yeah, right. Flying right. through cosmos in my Toyota Corolla. <laughs> yeah, right. He's gonna, right. He's gonna have an angelic Corolla. You know? Yeah, <laughs> angelic Corolla. Uh, there's. Uh, there's been a few comments in the chat, uh, some people touching on this, and we were talking about like testing the spirits and, and having sure. discernment. Uh, you know, the Bible says that, you know, even the devil can appear as an angel of light. Sure. Yeah. And um, are there, have, have you ever seen a counterfeit angel or something oh, posing yes. as an angel? Yes, Tell us I about have. that. Yes, I've had seen that. Um, uh, I wrote about some of these experiences on my website. Um, I actually don't remember the title of it, but. Um, I, there was a season where, uh, different beings who weren't from the Lord, um, that were masking as, uh, angels of light or heavenly beings. And they would come before me and they would try to invite me to go to places with them. Right. And I knew spiritual I, places or physical places, both sometimes wow. it, was, it, it was both. And, um, I would, so the way I would test them is like I said, I'd immediately, uh, you know, before it, before you go anywhere with any spiritual being, like I said, the first thing that you will feel when it's a spiritual being from God, you will feel the presence of the Lord. You because yeah. they come straight out of the throne. They come straight out of God's presence. So you hmm. will feel the residue of heaven and heaven feels electrifying, you know. Yeah. But this I was like, this is odd. I don't I was like, hmm, this is this is different. I didn't feel the presence. So then I pointed and I said, who are you? And the, the spiritual being said, come on. Just come on. Just come on. Mm. God loves you. Just come on. Come on. I said, who are you? Who are you? And angels, real angels will answer you. The fallen ones will still talk all around the main question. Now, some uh -huh. people will say, yep. some people will say, you ask them as Jesus Christ, Lord. And that's not a good enough question because demons believe Jesus Christ is Lord. Okay. Mm -hmm. They know that. So if you ask them the demon that, they'll say yes, because it's, it's true. Every spiritual yeah. being knows Jesus is Lord, you know, so that you, there's got to be something different and it has to be, you have to know the voice and the sound of your King of the one of Jesus Christ. You've got to know the voice and sound of your King stay in the word. I tell people yeah. to, Man, to, to avoid these counterfeits that are coming. Remember I said that earlier in the episode, mm -hmm. counterfeits yep. are coming. You have to stay in the word, meditate on the word, read yeah. the Bible, read the Bible, because that spiritual beings that aren't of him will say things and twist things. And if you're not reading, you won't be able to catch it. OK, you yeah. won't be able to catch it. And the same thing goes with, look, you got to know what the presence of God feels like. You know, you yeah. got to be walking with him. You got to be having encounters with Jesus so that when things come and they don't carry that, you immediately say, oh, get out. Because I've had them come and, you know, fly in because spiritual beings are curious. OK, some they're sometimes they're just curious. They're like raccoons. You know, they're just curious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they come in and they're just like, what's this guy doing? You know, and, you know, and they'll come in and, I'm, you know, and like I said, I'm used to spiritual beings 
good and bad. And you know, they'll come in and I'll look and I'll, uh, you gotta go. No, no, not my house. No, bye. <laughs> you know, and they'll just they'll just turn around. Like a crackhead. Yeah, you know? like <laughs> turn around. You know, leave. I'm like, you can't be there was one time where I melted the, the, the there was a demon that I came home from my best friend's house and there was a demon came and landed on and on my apartment and he stared at me, you know, and he was all gangly and death like and he said, You you are a problem for me. You know, he kept saying that. And I just felt a little bit like Gandalf. And I was like, that's great. I felt a little bit like Gandalf. And I said, fire come upon you and consume you. Nice. <laughs> and the demon went, ah! And it just, <laughs> just melted into this goop. And this angel, you know, comes in with a trash bag. And he had overalls and these brown wings and beautiful brown wings. He comes in and looks at the pile of mush. And he just cleans up the demon mush. The cleaner. Yeah, sanitation like the angel, the janitor. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And he's like, "Good job, good job." Like, and he's he's like, probably been waiting for millennia to <laughs> clean out the goop. Yeah, it's like yeah. finally someone yeah. did it. Yeah, I'm waiting hey, around Joe, to it's, scoop it's your one job. of these up. Clean that up. Yeah, yeah. Janitorial right. Jehuel, you know. Yeah, right. Janitorial <laughs> Jehuel. Michael, right. where would um, it, we're almost at like an. Sure. Hour and 15 minutes. Oh, we wow. probably should let you go here. At least we got time, but if you got to go, we'll let you go. Um, sure. Where would people, this is the second to last question that I would sure. have at least. Right, right. No. Uh, <laughs> where would people start? You want people to stay in the word. Where would yes. be a good place for people to start, in your opinion, with the uh, Bible? In the Bible? Yeah. Um, that's a really great question. Um, I, I always tell people to start um, with the gospel, specifically the gospel of John is a really good one to yeah. start. And then Mark is a good one that just kind of is just, you know, very systematic. This happened, this happened, this, you know, and it's, it's not too yeah. long in certain areas, but I start with the gospel of John. Um, I tell people to start there and, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to rush. What we're doing is we're, we're encountering a person. Okay. And when some people start reading the Bible, they feel like they have to get through the whole thing relatively quickly or get through the whole thing. I need to read the whole thing. No, what we're doing is we're encountering a person yeah. and invite Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is brilliant, yeah. brilliant at opening the word of God to us. I always invite Holy Spirit to say, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm reading. Uh, open this up to me. Where, where do you want to highlight? You know, so you're looking for encounters. You're waiting for encounters with God within the scriptures and that's their goal yeah it's yeah. god encounters yeah. that's beautiful um uh, gabriel bello uh, has mentioned it a couple times and uh, i think once your book comes out uh i think he's gonna be right there needs to be uh, a sitcom about you about your life you know all oh, that tbn maybe you know kurt cameron like somebody with the budget <laughs> we'll get angel studios this. to do it yeah oh there yeah. we go yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that would be fun yeah, yeah. People have asked that before. They're like, yeah, you should. There should be a sitcom about you, like with all like the different angels you've seen and things that go on. I'm like, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, this has been this has been a great conversation. It's been so yes. fun. Yeah, and we got uh, to almost all of our questions. Yeah, we really did. <laughs> we had, like we three really left. Did. Well, this oh, one, good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one, it, it, a couple he actually already. I yeah, just that's haven't true. Taking yeah. them off the list yeah. here, but you've mm -hmm. been fantastic. This has uh, been one of the best ones we've had, and oh, I can't wait for you. your book to come out, man. That's yeah. gonna be so exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's, gonna yeah. Awesome. that's gonna be great. That's gonna be great. Well, uh, tell people where they can find you. I have, um, I have your website up. Sure. Uh, but where, where can people find Micah Turnbow? 
So you can find me on Facebook. Um, and I'm just looking on my phone to make sure I say it right because sometimes I don't. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just Micah Turnbow on Facebook. And then on Twitter, uh, I, I'm Micah Behold Wonder. And then on Instagram, I'm Behold Wonder. <laughs> and okay. then YouTube, uh, I'm Behold Wonder on YouTube. Nice. So um, you'll be able to find me, find me there. And I post regularly on, on, on those things. So, and just share yeah. stories. And sometimes God will give me correction words where I'll correct things. And sometimes yeah. they're, they're friendly. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes people get mad at me, but you <laughs> hey, know, it's okay. that, that's the truth. Yeah. I love you, but point. we need to stop doing this. Right there, guys. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. The I janitor angel needs some work, so you better yeah, start, right, some work. You know, get the get the praying. You know, right? Micah right. Turbo, behold, wonder the man who sees angels, seer prophet. Uh, we have had an immense pleasure and honor having you on. Thank we you. hope that you will come back sometime, especially so we can uh, share your book with the world. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the Goslings. This is oh, really awesome. You guys are brilliant. You have such good questions. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Thank you, awesome, thank you. Man. This has been so much fun. I'm so glad that this worked out. So thank yes, you thank so you. much, man. Oh, you're welcome. You're so welcome. Bless you and have a great rest of your day, Mike. Thank Thanks. You. God bless, Mike. We'll talk to you later. All righty. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. We would love it if you tell your friends about the show. Maybe leave us a good review. And also consider becoming an honorary Gosling. An official exclusive membership to the Gosling gets you exclusive access to interviews and conversations that we can't have on YouTube. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and excerpts and writing. Uh, also, and check this out, you get to participate in a live monthly Discord chat with us. Uh, we do this once a month now. Um, all this plus more if you join our community on Patreon for just $5 a month. I mean, that's nothing. $5 a month, it's a cup of coffee. So go to patreon.com forward slash the Goslings and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Now go forth and strike down the darkness. <laughs>